Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Ah, cats. Jump back and dust off your Cadillac. You're listening to Respect for Life with your host, Brother Leroy, on the Keys Network. Blog Talk Radio, baby. Act like you already knew. Ow! That's what I was asking you, if I could have gone to Audacity and cut that out. Leroy, you are live on Blog Talk Radio. Your mic is live. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, boys and girls, this is the program coming to you out of 360-plus degrees of blackness, the Keys 107 Network. It's the communicators, and I'm Brother Leroy, thankful to the Most High for blessing you to be with us and us to be with you, bringing you a classroom one which is filled with information that you can pass on to others, and, of course, you can ask questions. That is always the case. And once again, the telephone number here The is number you have dialed has not been recognized. Please try again. The number is 213-943-3618, 213-943-3618. When we open up for questions, and our guest this evening is the grandmother whose quest to to gain control and custody of her grandchildren, two grandchildren, two lovely grandchildren, who the state of Minnesota has uh, very conveniently delayed the acquisition pro- process, that is, the papers that she would file, her presence in court and whatnot until it was too late. And she's been fighting an uphill battle, but a very strong one. Her name is Mrs. Dorothy Dunning. She's in a small town outside of Biloxi, Mississippi. Her grandchildren are in the custody of a non-black woman in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Do we have Miss Dorothy Dunning on the line yet? Okay, we'll... Well, wait, we've been interviewing Ms. Dorothy Dunning over the course, I guess, of the last two or three months. In addition to her, we have also had the opportunity of interviewing people in Minneapolis, people who have joined on to her cause to gain uh, control of her her grandchildren, people who have had experience in the system. And one, the last story that we got, was as a result of Miss Dorothy Dunning making a presentation at a church in Minneapolis. In the congregation was a young woman who came to her after her presentation for help, came to her and told her the story of how they had taken four of her children, if I remember the number correctly, it was more than more than two, it was at least three or four of her children, because one of her children was a very sickly child, born premature and having difficulties from that. She had been taking the child to the hospital, and this showed up somewhere as to her taking the child on a constant basis to the hospital. So the child welfare services in Minneapolis zeroed in on her as doctoring, over-doctoring the baby, and took 
that child plus three others. And when she came forth with proof that she had not been hospital hopping, as they had charged her with, that, in fact, she had gone to the hospital for uh, the condition of her child. child wasn't gaining weight, wasn't growing. And the doctor at one hospital recommended another hospital where there was a specialist. So she goes there, and that's how she wound up going more than two and three hospitals. Yet, when she came forth with the proof in court, the judge gave the children to this foster-care family. So something is going on in Minneapolis that needs exposure to the broad community. And that's what we're doing here on the Keys 107 Network. Do we have Miss Dorothy Dunning yet? Okay, I am not sure whether my engineer is hearing me. I do not hear him. Uh, Miss Dorothy Dunning is in Minneapolis, not not in Minneapolis, but um, she just had um, an experience in a court proceeding in Minneapolis, and that's what we're going to be discussing with you, the audience. In any way that is possible, when she comes on, for the audience to extend some help, some help to her, it would be uh, appreciated by her and also by the Keys 107 facilitating help. That's not why we're here, to bring help to other people. You have to do that on your own. Sister Dorothy Dunning, do we have you? I'm here, Brother okay. Lee Ross. God bless you, my sister. I, I was just filling the audience in with the background of how we got to do your your story up to this point in time and that you would be on to share with us your recent experience in the court court system of Minneapolis, Minnesota. First of all, God bless you. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me again, Brother Leroy. It's a pleasure to be back on your um show again, uh, but I hate under these circumstances because this has been a nightmare, and today has been a real hard day for me today because I sat around and I thought about my grandchildren and I couldn't do nothing but just weep and cry and lay around, but I said, Lord, you got to give me strength, God, to get up and start back to fight because we went to court on January the 8th. They just ruled in the Caucasian woman's favor to legally adopt my grandchildren on, on uh, it was, they ruled March the 27th for her to legally adopt them. And Brother Leroy, if anybody would go online and pull up the Minnesota Supreme Court, the decision, and, it, and it's called the Dunning, the, the Dunning case, and Brother Leroy, they could see where it was a tie. It was a tie, and they brought in one of us to to, to break the tie, and she broke the tie and gave my grandchildren to the Caucasian family to be adopted. But, Brother Leroy, they broke their own law. It's in the records that they didn't contact me. It's in the law that... Um, they didn't notify me, and even the even the Supreme Court justice said they didn't do their job. They error on doing their job, but yet they upheld the error in order for them to be placed with the Caucasian family. So now I will probably never get to see my grandchildren again unless someone under the sound of my voice hear me I need some. I need a civil rights federal lawyer to file this case to go to the U.S. Supreme Court to overturn this, and it can be overturned because another grandmother went through this same identical situation back in 1983. It's called the Baby D case. You can look it up on the computer uh, with the U.S. Supreme Court, and. Uh, she had to fight just like me for five, four or five years in order to gain custody of her grandchildren. And this is how this is how her grandchildren was taken, but she got them back. She had to fight. 
and a church got together and sponsored her and kept her and her husband fighting in order to gain custody of their granddaughter. And I am begging for support, not only financial support, but even uh, mentally support. Just need, you know, someone to just talk to me sometime. I just, Brother Leroy, this is a hard thing for a grandmother who wanted her grandchildren and had been fighting ever since my grandbaby was two months old, and I can't even take my grandbaby and wrap my arms around him. I've never seen anything like this before. Now, now, uh, okay, in researching your case, the most current decision, what do we do when we go on the Internet? We go into Google, for example, and what do we put in? You put in the uh, Minnesota Supreme Court, uh-huh. and that's all. And then it'll say, and it'll say, just this is what you got to key in. You got to put in LJ and DL, and the D- case will automatically pop, pop up. LJ DL. Uh huh. It's, it's like LJ. All right, Leroy. Joseph David Leroy. I didn't hear you. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. I'm sorry, Sister Dunny. I'm I'm just giving the the initials uh, body. L J D L Leroy Joseph David Leroy. That is correct. Okay, L A L. That's what you put in, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, that is correct. Okay, so we go to Google. We put in Minnesota Supreme Court. When that window opens up, there'll be a window for case. Um, case you're looking for, et cetera. And, and then also, also Brother Leroy, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you because I want to make sure they right. get it. you got to type in March the 27th. You can pull up that day. That's the day that the decision was made. And uh, you can see and read everything, March the 27th. 2013. That is correct. Okay. And um, <laughs> when we read it, we'll read that it was a tie. Is that and then we'll, we'll we'll see where they uh, brought in another Supreme Court justice, a, a Minnesota yes. Supreme Court justice, in order to deal with the time. Um, do you know how many Supreme Court justices sit in Minneapolis? I mean Minnesota. It was seven. It was seven. It was and then seven. Out of out of the three that had not um that had sat on the sidelines, they chose one to come in and deliver the punches pilot decision. That is correct. And how many how many Negroes sit on the Minneapolis or the Minnesota Supreme Court based on what your observations were? Two? Two. Okay. And what was the complexion of the the tie the two and two, two, four and two against before the oh, other yeah. The Caucasian mm-hmm. people the Caucasian people voted for me to get my grandchildren. But again, some of us was on this on the board, they turn around. It was a, a black judge named Judge Allen Page. He said the case have started out with problems from the beginning. He said, really, the case need to go back downstairs and be reheard. But instead of him standing up for what he believed, he went on and went along with him. Okay, so he, his, was, one of, his he was one of the two who was uh, negative uh, uh, before this other judge was brought in. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, it was, yeah, it was like, okay, let me explain myself. Okay, they had um, three white gentlemen voted for me to keep my grandchildren. There, And then there was the black man, Alan Page, and two other white people vote, voted to give the foster mom the kids. Then they brought in a black lady judge named Miss Wilhelmina Wright. And Miss Wilhelmina Wright cast a deciding vote. 
and Miss Wilhelmina Wright vote was to give the Caucasian people my cheering. And and um, did you, Alan Page? Sounds as though that was he, he was a, a football, he a player. football player. Yeah, he used to be a football player. Yes, that is correct. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely amazing. It is absolutely amazing. He said that there were problems with this, and uh, so when we read this this case on the internet, we'll see his reasoning for voting against you. Yeah, when you when when you pull up all this, brother Leroy, like I tell you, when you pull it up, it'll automatically pop up. You'll see all they decision. And it's got everything that everybody written on the case. What all of them written, it, and the majority of them said there was problems with the case. It's now, amazing. They do say there there is problems with the case, but they didn't hold up for me. You see problems, and then you're going to let it go on. But, Brother Leroy, let me say one thing else before I forget. You know, I had called you and told you that I was so excited that Inside Audition was going to do a news story on my case. Okay. After they spoke to the Caucasian people lawyer, I can hang this Inside Audition right? called back and told me they're not going to do the interview. Because you know why, Brother Leroy? I'm listening. They don't want it to get out. They do not want it to get out. They want it to stay right in Minnesota so the world can't see the corrupt because this happened This happened back in 1983, the same identical thing, what mm. they have done again. And they trying to keep it in the state of Minnesota so it won't get out. And I'm begging people who hear me from the sound of my voice Please reach out to meteors and different ones, people who empower, who can help me. I just need one break to get this case to the public. And if this case gets to the public, the documents speak for themselves. And this yes. is what they're trying to do, Brother Leroy. They're trying to block the documents from getting out because this is what happened. The judge during the trial wouldn't let us introduce these documents because my first lawyer was incompetent. I did not know my first lawyer was a bankruptcy lawyer. He did not tell me what happened was when I discovered my grandchildren was being adopted. I had to call up there and hire a lawyer right away. I grabbed the first lawyer that I could get, and I grabbed him. And all these documents that I have, he could have introduced them in court, and he didn't do it. And when I tried to come back with the second lawyer and introduce them, and the judge wouldn't allow us to introduce these files. And I put the my case. She wouldn't even allow it. Uh, yeah. mm. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go upstairs and record. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Keys 107 Network. This, this, right? Dealing with people who bring humanity to people. And uh, there are new listeners in the audience. They may think that this young black woman is is lacking in uh, childbearing ability and and um, similar to the people in America who want Romanian and Russian children because they can't get birth. Give us a profile of this lady. Okay. Uh, this 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 situation where this lady has uh, been given their children under foster care and then being allowed to uh, pursue adoption. Yeah, but I'm trying to find out something, and this is why I've been trying all day to get in touch with a civil rights lawyer, a federal civil rights lawyer, because I'm thinking if I can file file an appeal, there will be a stay again on my grandchildren. And I'm trying to get this information. I reached out to Gloria Arred today, the most famous lawyer, 
and they wouldn't let me get through to her. I reached out to Reverend Al Charlton. I can't get them. I reached out to Reverend Jesse Jackson. I just cannot seem to get nobody to come on board and help. If one person could come on board that's got some recognition can look at this paperwork, this paperwork speaks for itself. Uh, Sister uh, Dorothy Dunning, I was asking, maybe you didn't hear me, I was asking no, I... If, you, if you could give up the image of this lady who has custody of your grandchildren. Is she some lady who is um, not able to bear children? Is she no, some, is, you know, I'm, and I compared it to, the families or the couples who go to Russia and get babies because they can't have children or they're, they're unable to have babies, and these children that they get are precious to them, uh, either no, from Russia or Romania. She has four children of her own, Brother Leroy. She birthed four children. She has four children of her own. She has five foster children. And one of the foster children was a little 16-year-old black girl we found out during the trial that wouldn't mind her grandmother and ran away from home and moved in with this family. This family is a money, a family of money with means more than me. And they stressed this in the report that they had more means. They stressed that they was well-educated people, and they that they was all college, you know, with master's degrees, and I didn't have a college degree. I'm just a domestic worker that cleaned houses. But this domestic worker have never been on welfare and food stamps. I have worked hard all my life, and uh, I never asked the government for nothing. And they and my lawyer said what they did is they took two families and put them side by side and compared them. And they took the one that was able to give my granddaughters more, and that's the one they went with. To give them more materially. That is correct. But not in terms of the love connection that is automatically there because of the the fact that they're they're children of your son and and another lady. That is correct. And Brother Leroy, my my granddaughter that's two and a half years old, Hair was combed for the very first time when I visited them last month in in March. Her hair was combed for the very first time. It had been matted to her head, and I have constantly been taking pictures and showing the people the pictures of my granddaughter hair not being combed. Let me ask you. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. And the Caucasian lady that has my grandchildren, she's fighting breast cancer, I've recently found out. And her husband, and this is court records, he didn't want my granddaughters. But she said after she talked to her husband and talked him into it, he decided to come on board and take my grandchildren. And if something happened to my grandchildren, and he didn't want them, and somehow, I mean, something happened to her, what's going to happen to my grandchildren? And we know it's court record he did not want my granddaughters. Talk about the monetary benefit that this lady gets from having been given custody of your children in foster care. They get, she was clearing my grand. They always trying to label black kids special needs. And in the state of Minnesota, when you labor a child special needs, you can get up to a hundred and something dollars a day. For my two granddaughters, they get paid a hundred dollars a day. That's fourteen hundred dollars a week for my two granddaughters. And I can back up everything I'm telling you in paperwork. Um, this is what they get paid in the state of Minnesota, fourteen hundred. Now you can imagine she got five foster children and she claiming every last one of them have special needs. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Keys 107 Network. You have the opportunity of calling in and asking questions, making recommendations. Most important is that you take the information down as to how you can access this case on the Internet 
telephone number is 213-943-3618, 213-943-3618. And if you're not in a position to um, lend support, at least you can give her a good word of support and let her know that she and her children and grandchildren are in your prayers. We have announcements coming up, and we'll be back after the announcements. And, of course, you have the opportunity of calling in 213-943-3618. Stay tuned to the Keys 107 Network. This is the Communicators. I'm Brother Leroy. Our guest online is Sister Dorothy Dunning. She has a Facebook page. Go to Facebook, put in Dorothy Dunning, pictures, stories, etc., giving background to this interview. We'll be right back. Rafika Consultants and Services, LLC, is on the cutting edge of emerging technologies for designing online classes and providing face-to-face and virtual technology training or help with computer programs, web design, and graphic arts. We also provide biography writing services for websites. For more information, give us a call at 631-399-0149. That's 631-399-0149. The Fluffs present the alphabet. Now found in paperback. Sporting a five-star rating on Amazon.com. Fashions and gifts that bring out the best in you. Moon 107 is an online retail store featuring women's and men's clothing and a gift shop. The woman's shop features stylish tunics, suits, and accessories and offers the well-dressed woman an outlet to find the perfect gift for self or for someone else. The men's shop offers classy French cut shirts for the well-dressed man. The gift shop offers organic skin, hair, Once again, this is the Communicators on the Keys 107 Network. Of course, it's blogtalkradio.com. Have your friends and relatives who should be listening to this program, they can tune in by way of the Internet or listen by way of the telephone, 213-943-3618. Sister Dorothy Dunning, I told the audience in the very beginning that there was another case that where we interviewed a lady, Keisha, uh, this lady. Give us the circumstance under which you met uh, Keisha. I went to a church to speak about my case. In Minneapolis. In Minneapolis, Minnesota. And Keisha was sitting in the audience. And after the service, Keisha came running to me and just fell in my arms and went to crying and begging me to help her. And I was saying, oh, God, how can I help her? And I'm barely helping myself. But I was so taken with her story, I couldn't walk away. And Keisha got a court hearing, and I'm flying all the way from Mississippi going to do a rally on the 22nd, and I'm going to stay there to go to Keisha Court here, and her court here is April the 25th. And Keisha cheering was taken because her baby, and all this I'm saying, I'm not just throwing out any bad laundry, it's on the, it's on the, it's in the um, Facebook, what I'm saying. She was, her child was conceived by rape by her mother's boyfriend. It's all on Facebook, and her story she's telling and Keisha had a daughter, and the daughter was born, and it was something wrong with the daughter. And her daughter bones just ache, 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 ache. And Keisha constantly took her baby to the doctor. So they said that Keisha was t- 
not Keisha, Tiffany. Tiffany was taking her baby to the doctor too much. And they came in late one night and asked the children some questions. Then the next, she said a month later, they came and seized her kids, said that she was making her baby sick. Come to find out, they took the baby to the doctor now. This is, and write this down, listening audience. Keisha Case is in Carver County, and it's on our Facebook, on Dorothy Dunning Facebook, and it's called Carver County Corruption. It's Carver County Corruption. And you can just pull it up and just type it in, and you'll see it. And what happened is they took Keisha's four children. Really, they weren't supposed to take one because if they claiming you're doing something to just one, they're supposed to leave the other one. But after they seized Keisha cheering, what happened was Keisha, Keisha babies come to find out they tested the baby, the state, and come to find out, Brother Leroy, everything the child was telling the mother, now the state found it out to be true. But yet the state uh, and, don't want to admit they wrong and they won't give her cheering back. Okay, I I I I think I misnamed the sister Tiff her name is Tiffany, not Keisha. I said Keisha. Tiffany. <laughs> Tiffany. But okay. Brother Leroy, let me give you another bomb case. This you did not this a bomb of him, Brother Leroy, since the last time you seen me. There's another girl on that came to visit her mother. In Minnesota, and I can't remember her name, but you'll see it on the Carbon County website. And we've been in touch with her too, but I can't call her name right now. She came to visit her mother with her children. They was outside playing late one night, and they seized her kids while she was visiting the state of Minnesota. They would not give her kids back, but take a guess what? She got one good thing going for her. Her state called and sent the state of Minnesota, the governor, sent the state a letter and told the state, let my citizen go. You have kidnapped my citizens. This so she got, her, she got her governor is helping her fight her battle. This is crazy, Brother Leroy. They are taking these black children and and praying on us because we are not financially able and we're not financially stable, and they are trying to get away with it. But one good thing, her governor have stepped up. How, how did that How did that case come to your attention? Uh, Tiffany, <clears throat> Tiffany brought it to our attention. Wow, it's at the same courthouse Tiffany go oh, to. Oh, okay. So the fact is, if there are citizens listening in Minneapolis, all they have to do is go to the courthouse in Carver County, and they'll hear some horror stories based on this. Yeah, but you all you got to do is go to Carver County Corruption website, and the judge made them take the website down, Brother Leroy. But listen at this. God have some good, active people just like you stepping up trying to help me, Brother Leroy. They made them take the site down, but a bunch of lawyers got together and made them put that site back up, said that that was, uh, that was their right to have that site up there. They was trying to not let people see what was going on, and they made them take it down. And the people got together with some lawyers, and the lawyers had it put back up there. Hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, telephone number 213-943-3618. For every obstacle, there's the opportunity to overcome and grow stronger. This is a case that we can't sit by and let happen because it's happening in other parts of the country. It's happening in Canada with Indians in Canada. It's happening in other parts of the United States of these Americas, and it's not getting out. The more you put that information out, ladies and gentlemen, the more the lighter shine or shown on what we call the vermin. You turn on the lights, the vermin runs, and that's what we have to do with the case of Sister Dorothy Dunning. 
your <clears throat> you do have a Facebook page. I told the people uh, before you came on that you do have a Facebook page. That is correct. That is and correct. And, Brother Leroy, can I quote another case I've seen on TV? I want to show the people the comparison. Yeah, I was sitting and watching TV, and this Caucasian family, son and girlfriend, was doing that crystal meth, and the house exploded. Mm. And they had an 18-month-old little boy in there, Brother Leroy. Well, they take our children, Brother Leroy, and we have to fight like hell, excuse my French, in order to get them back. And here it is. They called the family members. Yes. And said that they was, the news latest says that they was en route from out of town to come and pick him up. Wow. But yet they didn't call me at all and notify me at all my grandchild was there. But they called them at the same day. And they let them come in route to pick up a baby, what a Caucasian that? baby. That what was in Alabama. But I'm just showing you how to compare us in the way they do us. Well, they the treat us thing. like we're not human. Yeah, well, the same thing happens in New York. When you follow a story in New York about uh, uh, some couple who has been found derelict or something, the story always includes, uh, turn over to social services. When you find a Caucasian family in New York, you find that same piece in there about a family member. So this is universal in terms of this country, the taking of black children out of black homes and placing them in non-black environments is simply an epidemic that, we haven't really addressed as as a people. Um, we're going to have to get some social workers on uh, this show, the Keys 107 uh, and, and uh, communicators, to bring more light and attention to what is happening. The telephone number 213-943-3618. You may not have a question, but let Sister Dorothy Dunning know your empathy with her and her situation and that you'll be praying for her. And it is the power of prayer. In corporate America, when I was in corporate America, I was in a little meeting with a manager, non-black manager, and I brought up God. He was a Catholic or a Protestant. He said, don't talk about God. Don't 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 bring God into this. <laughs> I really was testing him to see what the reaction would be. So when I mentioned God in that situation, he ran for the hills uh, figuratively, but he, not physically. And what I'm saying, ladies and gentlemen, we embrace the spiritual aspect of our situation. We embrace, so we have to go to that and trust, as my mom would say, trust in the Lord, be of good service, and he shall strengthen my heart. That is something that we must always do, and Ms. Dorothy Dunning definitely is doing that. And uh, tell us about something about the women who have stepped forth to help you in Minneapolis. Uh, give us a little profile of some of the lady, women. I, one of them is Ms. Hattie Bond. She was a principal in the state of Minnesota for 27 years. And she's an Afro-American woman, Miss Hattie Bond. And another little Afro-American lady stepped forward to help me. Her name is Miss Willie Mae Demons. And I must say I had two Caucasian light, uh, law firms came on board and helped me, you know, to where I am now. But the, my, the, the, lawyer, the Caucasian lawyer informed me today that he don't want to take my case to the U.S. Supreme Court. But I cannot stop fighting, um, Brother Leroy, because, like I said, there was another case back in 1983 called the Baby D case. That case went to the U.S. Supreme Court, the same thing I'm doing in Minnesota, and it was overturned. But Ms. Hattie have came out and tried to help me, and they have harassed Ms. Hattie tooth and nail. Ms. Hattie said they have been doing some of everything. She said, this is what 
Minnesota does. She said they would try to run you slap out of town. Minnesota is almost a predominantly white state. It's 7% black. And she said that they have just been doing horrible things to her, and she told me to be sure to mention it. But she said that she going to stand and stand for something. She said, because if you don't, you'll fall for anything. She said, Miss Dunning, no matter what they do to me, I'm going to stand and help you fight this battle. And this is what I want people to do to hear the sound of my voice. Start reaching out to medias and different ones and like the lawyer and call in. I'm praying the lawyer will send me a message on my Facebook. Just just reach out because this needs to be overturned. We need to stop this. This is like genocizing us. Hmm. It's paying up the family. When a grandmother, both states, ruled in my favor, both states ruled in my favor. The state of Minnesota backed me. The state of Mississippi backed me. But the judge overruled and gave my grandchildren to this Caucasian family. Then, Brother Leroy, I found out the lawyer that the um, the Caucasian family had, he's, on, he's the president of the adoption board. In the state of Minnesota, he's over the he the president over there. Oh, and wait a minute, you ain't heard this, brother Leroy, and he's the president of the Garden of Lightum board. These these are the women that they put in charge to come and uh, make a decision about who the kids should be with. And the lady who came and made a decision about me. That board, the lady, that lady is the one that sunk my case. And that lawyer who tried that case for the Caucasian woman, uh, that is, he, they the one ruined my case. And I couldn't figure out why this woman was so against me. But come to find out that they lawyer, he's the president of that of that board. He's the president of the adoption board. In Minnesota, and he's the president of the Garden of Lightum, who spoke looks out for the kid. To me, brother Leroy, to me that should be conflict of interest. But they I'm trying listening. to say it's not. I'm listening. They trying to say it's not, but brother Leroy, to me that's conflict of interest. He's the well, president of the adoption a, board, and he. There's another term that's associated with sports events, and it's called a fix. And that's associated with sports. And the way that they jerk around black people in this country, in the court system, fix applies at the local level. I'm I'm really, you know, I used to admire this guy, Alan Page, from a distance. Because here's a guy that played football, comes out of football and pursues a law degree, et cetera, and gets into a position, I mean, it's really, it's really, it's really a shame how... And he divorced um, his black not, wife not, and married a Caucasian woman. I'm sorry, say that again? He divorced his black wife and married a Caucasian woman. Hmm. Boy. But I do have to give him credit. He he made a leeway for me to get out. I do believe with all my heart because he said the case was was not properly done from the beginning. He said the state of Minnesota error. He said and the case should go back downstairs and start over to start over. Really is what he's saying again. But he didn't stand up after all that. You put that in there. If you see it, stand for what you believe. But I, uh, Mrs. Hattie said, in the state of Minnesota, if you don't vote the way they want you to vote, you get pushed off the bench. There have been two black judges been pushed off the bench in the state of Minnesota because they spoke up. Damn. And the judge that come to find out, the judge that have my case, she have not had no 
no um no training in family law and she made this ruling. Boy oh boy. That's why that's why they don't want the case to get out to the media and to the public because they know they're an error. They know they error. And I've just been crying and laying to the bed and just pleading with God, God, please send somebody to help me. God, please. God, please send somebody to help me. Well, I want my grandchildren, Brother Leroy. Mm-hmm. And it's sad that I can't raise my own grandchildren. And in the black community, grandmothers are the backbone of the children. You better believe that is the way this thing is. That is the way this situation is today. The grandmother is the mother to the babies today. And that is another reason why grandmothers, black grandmothers, have to eat the right foods, live the right life so that they can live long enough to take care of these grandchildren and see them to a point in time where the teaching of the grandmother sinks in and they become independent. This is, but this also, is, that yeah. is so true, Brother Leroy. And also, I want people to know, you know, my son was on drugs, Brother Leroy, but I don't condone what he did. But I want people to know, as going on two years, my son is clean, and he, he got married, and he celebrated being married a year last month, and he's shamed for what he have done. He He is very shamed for what he have done. But I'm not gonna beat him down and hold, make him hold his head down. I, right. they would, I got to stand up and continue to fight. The mistake have been made. I'm not gonna push my son down. And in the courtroom, they gonna bring it up. They was trying to say that they didn't even want me to talk to my own son. I looked the judge in her eye. I said, I'll be lying to you if I tell you that I would never talk to my son. You supposed to be helping. We supposed to be helping him get back up and build him back up. I'm his mother. His father is deceased, and Man. if I can't sit sit there and help him get back up, it's something wrong with me as a mother. That invalid invalidates you being a, a, a mother, grandmother to the babies. Yes, no, I'm, if you if you cut off, see that that comes out of a different mindset. It comes out of a non-black mindset. Black people are are very interesting when you talk about family. Very interesting. <laughs> it's very my observation. Do not think for a minute that blood is not thicker than water when you deal with a black family. Ooh, Brother Leroy, now let me tell you one thing. I don't mean to cut you off, but you just said a mouthful. Because let me tell you, if anybody read my documentation, go and read the reports. They took offense. Oh, Brother Leroy, they rubbed my, oh, it's in the paper how they rubbed me in the mud, qu- quoting that my grandchildren are my blood. And, mm. oh, they just said, every time you look up, she talking about they her blood, they her blood, they her blood, uh, like they some property, they her blood. They mm-hmm. are my blood. This is what we say in the Afro-American community. Mm-hmm. They didn't okay. want me to refer to my grandchildren talking about they my blood. And don't take my word for it. Read the articles on my Facebook and you'll see. And Brother Leroy, and then they're trying to say that my grandchildren have all these problems, like something wrong with them. Brother Leroy, the reason they won't give me a new trial and let me put this stuff in there, because I got paperwork to prove that there is nothing wrong with my grandchildren. But Brother Leroy, if something was wrong with them, I still want them. You mean to tell me that I'm so ignorant that I can't get my grandchildren no help? Well, Sister Dunning, if your time is available, we're going to bring you back Sunday on the Harlem Community Radio 
program that we do at 1.30 p.m. New York time. And uh, we'll do a half hour with you mm-hmm. and Patty and whomever else you might bring forward to continue to shine this light and awaken the people in New York. At any rate, uh, indicate to the people how they can make contact with you, uh, email address, Facebook, whatever, whatever. Yeah, my it's Dorothy Dunning, D-U-N-N-I-N-G, Facebook. And my email address is goodgrandmama48 at yahoo.com. But if you go to my Facebook, you can see everything. But if you don't have a Facebook, you can email me, goodgrandmama48 at yahoo.com. And go. That's M-A-M-A, 48. Yes. Okay. Wait, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm new at this, Brother Leroy, <laughs> with this Facebooking. Well, stuff. I just started this Facebooking and, and emailing and stuff. I never done it before. I had never flew on a plane before. But, wow. Brother Leroy, I flew on a plane the first time to get my grandchildren. I was so eager to get to my grandchildren. I flew for the first time at 50 years old and been flying ever since. I wanted to get to my grandchildren quick, and I knew that was the quickest way. But most of all, I I want to know why did they block me from visiting my grandchildren, Brother Leroy? The first day I called my in 2009, uh, listening audience, I called in December of 2009 when I discovered my granddaughter was in the system, and she was just barely two months old, and I've been. I asked them the first day, can I fly out? They told me no, I couldn't fly out. They told me I couldn't ask no questions about my grandchildren. They told my at the time it was just one. They told me I had to be licensed. I had to be fingerprint. I had to go to school. I had to get a background check. After I did all that, they still wouldn't let me visit. I had to go and hire a lawyer in order to visit my grandchildren. And all the while, the, the the clock was ticking in terms of how the they clock was ticking. And Brother Leroy and I got one in some of the paperwork that the judge wouldn't let us introduce. That's why I just need some good lawyer to please come and take a look at this paperwork. And I got in this paperwork with Mrs. Grocer talking to the foster mother. She talking to the foster mother is talking to the social worker in the garden of Lightham. And she... They telling her that you can't adopt another baby. You got to wait a year because she had just adopted a little boy from China. She adopted a little boy from China, so she couldn't adopt another child. Then, Brother Leroy, then it all made sense why they kept stalling me alone because she had to wait a year before she could adopt another child. Even after you adopt these children, they still give you money. They still, they built on to their house, paid for two nannies and everything. The state, the taxpayers' money does all this. And they trying to say we wasting the taxpayers' money. And they are the ones that's wasting it. It's it just sad. They built two rooms onto their house. Now you imagine you got all, you got five children. And you clan each one of them special needs. Five you got, children. You got four and of them. paid up hundred dollars a day. Tell me, tell me this. Uh, did you ever uh, have the occasion to go to that home? No, she tried to invite me. I'm gonna be honest, Brother Leroy. She tried to invite me to come to her home. I wouldn't go because there was so much of bad blood between us over these kids, I wouldn't go, Brother Leroy, because I didn't want them to say I did one thing, and because they said the Garden of Lightham said I did one thing and something else, I just didn't want no trouble, Brother Leroy. So You followed your spirit. And I stayed at the, uh, we stayed visiting at the malls and different things. But, yeah, she lives out there in a big old home, taxpayers' 
I'm paid for half of it, and she don't work anywhere. Mm. And and the state pays paying for two nannies. And, and is all this. Her husband working yeah. or what? Oh, yeah, her husband works. Yeah, they have a little money. They have a little money. That's what that's what my lawyer said. They took and did. They took two families and put together. And he said the way y'all got it set up is Miss, no family members would ever, no family, poor family would ever be able to get their grand, to get their, get their family members. Because the way y'all have it set up, that they don't have the means in order to match foster families. Because the state of Minnesota have turned foster care into a major business. It is a major business. And don't too many black people in the state of Minnesota can get foster care licenses. They cannot get foster care licenses. They give them to the Caucasian families to keep the money into that community. Sister Dorothy Dunning, I want to thank you very much for sharing your story and maintaining the spirit that our people, our ancestors have passed on to us. And your example is a great example for other women, regardless of whom they are, whatever race they are, for other women who have the opportunity to get their children back, get their grandchildren, their nieces and nephews, to copy after your spirit and drive and stay the course. The children yes. are to be with their, their relatives, their friends, their, their, their close relatives, if they, in fact, desire them. Some tragic stories out here. And this is... Yeah, uh, a lot of tragic stories. A lot oh, of tragic stories. <laughs> Brother Leroy, can you yes. take the time and email me everything from the lawyer that your um, your uh, worker was telling me about, please? Because yes, I didn't get it. I was trying to write fast because he had to get back, and I want to make sure I get the lawyer email and phone number because okay. I only have a certain length of time to um, to file my case. Okay, it's good, Grandmama, forty eight. At, at yahoo.com. Yahoo. Good Grand Mama. That's G R A N D M A M A. M A M A. 48 at yahoo.com. Very good. All right, my sister. God bless you. Okay. Thank you. And, ladies and gentlemen, this has been the communicators coming to you over blogtalkradio.com forward slash the keys 107. I want to thank the Keys 107 group for allowing us the opportunity to bring you this information. Please share it with others. And um, the show is archived, so you can send people to blogtalkradio.com forward slash the Keys 107. Look for the communicators. And the date, April 2nd, 2013. May God continue to bless all of you. This coming Saturday, this coming Saturday, we'll be with you at 8 p.m. We'll be on from 8 until 9, and that is after Minister Farrakhan is on www.noi.org. He comes on 7 p.m. Saturday afternoon, 7 p.m. New York time. 7 p.m. New York time, 6 p.m. Chicago time, etc. But right after his one-hour address on the time and what must be done, switch over to blogtalkradio.com forward slash the keys 107 and hear a very interesting guest that we are lining up for you, as we always try to do, bring you information that you don't get anywhere else. And after you get the information, please pass it on to others. Stay tuned. For announcements and thank you and God bless you and your families. Peace.
Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.